podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to Westra is Bestra from the Scarlet Supporters Podcast, bringing you the scores and previews for the community game and everything that's rugby related in West West Wales. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Westerer is Bestra, the uh, scores and previews rundown of uh, last weekend's games and this weekend's games. If you want to listen to us rabble on about uh, Wales and Fiji and Scarlet stuff, you can find that on our Scarlet Supporters podcast. But in the meantime, it is me and Big M and we're going to have a look at the community game in West Wales. How are you, Martin? How are things? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm running a bit tired now. We've been, I think, feel like we've been doing this uh, for quite a few hours now. It, it seemed like a good idea when we discussed this last year, didn't it? We, we it did. It really yeah. did. <laughs> right, let's let's have a look at some of the scores from Championship West. Uh, so uh, just to make sure everyone's caught up. The old championship, which sits below the Premiership, so the championship is now split into West and East. Um, and our teams in that uh, uh, championship are Newcastle, Emlyn, Crummach and Narbeth. And I don't care what Martin says about how far west Newcastle, Emlyn are. They're in the west because otherwise we haven't got enough teams and there's too many in the east and not enough in the west. <laughs> <laughs> so it just so, needs to split the yeah, otherwise I'll split you know, Westra will only be on for like three minutes. Yeah, and I haven't shared the the, the photo of the uh the, the map with the east west splits <laughs> at a forty five degree angle, yeah. But so anyway, um yeah, tough game to start with for Newcastle and then last week forty twenty two yeah. loss away in Brecon. But we were kind of expecting that with the, the signings of Brecon have made over the summer, weren't we? Yeah, well, they they've really done a lot of hard work, Breck, and have they they pulled in so many players. They really are giving this this championship West a good go. And even though I I can't see them coming out on top in the end, you know, they they're going to be in that type of fight. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be. You can see already. There's going to be a couple of sides at the top of the table that are going to battle out between themselves, and one of them may well be Stangenich. Who, you know, I, I was expecting this to be a lot closer against Krummach. So it was 47 27 in Krummach. Um, yeah, I was expecting that to be a lot closer than, than what that actually was. Yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely surprised. I mean, we saw the, the result from the back end of last season where Sangenich done the double over them. And now with the sort of demise of Trinetti, they are the biggest the highest ranked club then we should say in the Hanefi area. So I, I think they've really backed themselves and they've worked unbelievably hard over the summer. And you know, just like Brecon, I think they're gonna be up there in the title fight. Mm. Not quite winning it, but they're gonna be there or thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other side that we are you know, I'd be shocked if they weren't in top three, bare minimum, come the last couple of weeks of the season. Narbeth, bit of a tonking, 59-18 to Trebanos. I mean, Trebanos were a couple of positions below Narbeth last year, um, comparatively, I think. So, 
Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a a win for Narberth. Am I am I right in thinking that they were kind of mid table to lower mid table last year? Twelfth mid. So I was wrong then. I thought no, they were better. Fair. I thought they were better than that. But you know, 59, yeah, fifty nine, eighteen. Yeah, we we all know Narberth. We know the sort of quality they hold. They really are the kings of West Wales, so to speak. And, you know, this result is just just another little notch to say this is who we are, this is how good we are. Yeah, I mean, especially considering warm-up games over summer for, for Narbeth have been pretty, not hit and miss, but the, the players available and the players that have turned out haven't necessarily been, you know, all of the first teams. This is probably the first time the first team have played together properly uh, since the end of last season. So, yeah, to turn in 59-18, albeit against the lower side, I don't know who I was thinking of mid-table, but it'll come to me later. But, you know, that's still a hell of a score to, to rack up first game of the season, isn't it? I mean, when it's when it's a 12-team league, you know, you'd hope that you wouldn't see many scores like this. But, you know, we could, we could be looking at first v 12 really. So, mm. you know, it, maybe it's not that surprising once the end of the season comes. But right now it is. It's it's a good standard to set. Yeah. Yeah. So let's take a quick look at this weekend's games. And let's stay with Narbeth first. So Narbeth are away to Tata Steel, which, you know, at one point last year, Tata Steel were on the point of folding. They couldn't raise a team, et cetera, et cetera. It was on the Welsh News and all that kind of stuff. So they did well to even make it to the end of the season. But I don't think they got a single point at the end of the season, if I remember correctly. I think they finished on like minus two points or something. They were fined for uh, not turning in. So, yeah, I can't see Narbeth running away with anything else other than bonus point win and, and all that kind of stuff. What do you reckon? Yeah, I'm exactly the same. I, I can't see anything outside of a Narbeth win. I mean, the fixture last year... Uh, was, you know, Narva 36, Tata 3. I, I think it's going to be even bigger than that this time around. Yeah, I think that 36-3, that Narbeth put out quite a few non-first-team players, if you if you want to call it that, um, to give players a run. So And they still run out hefty winners. So, yeah, I can't see anything else other than that. So, Newcastle-Emlyn. From the west against Amersford from the east. Come on, so I don't care what you say. Newcastle and in the west, and Westerer is besterer, so it's definitely a Newcastle and the win for me on this one. Nah, I, I, I can't remember <laughs> if, I, if I picked a team by you, but on the off chance I've already picked Amersford, I'm going to stay with them. This, <laughs> you know, this is a hard one to call because you know they come from different leagues. So we've got nothing to fall back on, no, no previous fixtures, no similar team results. So this, this is really a clash to say which league was best last year, one West or one West Central. Yeah, and do you know what I think that's we kind of need this now. I know it's not been a, some people are not not happy with Championship West and what have you, but it does start to throw up fixtures like this. You go, yeah, well. You know, when did Newcastle and then last play Ammonford? You know, when did, you know, how do you compare that? So you are kind of challenging yourself against teams that you, 
you know, you're not playing against every week. So, yeah, I, I mean, I obviously I'm going to pick Newcastle, Emlyn, but reality is I haven't got a clue until we've seen a couple of games being played, like, you know. But, yeah, more of these kind of games we, we need. Uh, and speaking of games that we haven't seen before, Krummer take a trip to uh, Astelavera, which... Uh, you know, if if Krimmer travel anywhere past Kamar, then they get a nosebleed. So, um, yeah, that's going to be a bit of a a bit of a trip for him. What do you make of this game, mate? I mean, again, it's it's exactly the same. Like you said, it's a game we haven't seen before. Um, Stalavera, you know, really bottom of a tough championship last year. Krimmer obviously getting promoted. I'd like to think that Krimmer are. Slightly ahead of them, but in all honesty, I can't really say. I'm I'm going to back Krimmer just for the sake of them being West, but I I wouldn't be surprised to see a really tight scoreline there. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just in my head, it was just above Ammonford, but it's not. It's just to the east of Ammonford. So, yeah, I mean, the catchment area should be quite decent. For yeah, you know, Astelavera, they 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 they're in Neath Swansea kind of catchment area. They'll probably pick up quite a few Scarlets catchment area boys as well. So, but I just think this it's a tiny little place. You've got Astrid Gunlice right next to it. Giving myself a bit of a geography lesson while we've been on the pod. Yeah, I'd like to think Cribber can come away with a win, whether it's three nil or thirty nil. I I don't think they'll care. I think. Second game of the season. If you lose your first game of the season, it's really important to do something, you know, not worry so much about how you play in that second game and make sure you get a win on the board in that second game. So I'm going to back Krimak on that one. And I may even have a drive through Astelavera every now and again just to find out where it is properly. Do you know what I mean? I've never been there before. Oh, did I? Oh, I might have played there before. Oh, I'll have to go to the pitch. And if I go to the pitch, I might have a uh, one of those like shock memories where you go, yeah, yeah, we did play here before. I think I have played there. But I'm not 100% certain. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> Again. <laughs> uh, Division 1 West. So, obviously, we had uh, the Aberystwyth game was quite rightly postponed against Kidwelly last weekend after the death of one of their players. Uh, in France. Um, and then, you know, Whitland travelled to, to Fairly Wanderers and just got tanked again. And yeah, it's hard to see where, where um, Whitland go from here. It really is. I can't. They used to be such a powerhouse. You know, they, they were there. They were the team from West Wales. They were above Narbeth. They were above. Tempe, they were well above Krimmer at one point, you know. Um, I can't see them staying up. I, I was hoping to see something in this first game, but losing 44-3 in your first game, um, yeah, you, you've got to put some real effort in to come back from that after that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not even losing 44-3 to, uh, you know, a, a, a strong side. You know they've they've lost it to Fletcher Wanderers, and you know, I don't mean any disrespect to them. They they finished one place above Whitland last season. I know there was a, a fair bit of points difference, 
but you know it, it was the difference between tenth and ninth. So when Nasa saw the scoreline coming in, when you got ten v nine from last season, you know things aren't going well. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. So this weekend, uh, they travel to Pencloud, uh, Whitland, on their way to Pencloud. Um, what you make of that one? Well, this is another another tricky one. If if I'm honest, um, Pencloud forfeited the game in Whitland last year, and mm. the game that went ahead in Pencloud finished in a twenty four all draw. So. So there's hope. There's hope for Whitland. <laughs> there's hope. There's there's a bit of hope. So mm. I, I mean, I'm, I, I, I've, we got to back Whitland. I mean, there's there's no point them being in in our catchment if we're not going to back them. Um, mm. uh, realistically, this this could be you know one of the very few opportunities of a win this season. Yeah, and when you're talking like that in the second game of the season, it kind of it really tees you up for this is going to be another tough season for Whitland. Unless they turn something around pretty quickly, and like adding this weekend. So uh, the other game in Division One West is Aberystwyth away in Gosynen. Uh Close game last time these two played, and I, yeah, hard to say without seeing Aberystwyth play last weekend. But what, what do you make of of this weekend? I, I'm exactly the same as you. We got two teams who were, you know, really in contention for promotion for a lot of the year last season. And, you know, a three-point game last time out in this fixture, 20 points to 17 to the home side, Gassainan. So, I mean, Gassainan probably have a little bit of an advantage playing last week and being at home as well. I mean, I'm, I, I want to see Arboris with the way, but no, without that first game, we don't have nothing to go by. So I'm I'm gonna back him either way, but uh, I'm I'm prepared for for everything. Yeah, same here. It, it, it's hard to call as early in the season, but we're gonna back Aberystwyth just because it's got something on, and we don't like Gosynen either. They're too close to luck. Nuts to them. Right. So Division Two West, um, a couple of cracking, almost local derbies last weekend. Fishguard came out on top against Milford 24-15 and Tembi came out on top against Sinclair's 23-17. So two similar scores, but two very different games. So uh, um, from what I've read so far, Fishguard pretty much dominated the game with Milford and Milford came back late on. And in the Tembi game, uh, Sinclair's were up at halftime from what I saw and then Tembi really turned around a second-half performance so uh, I think the interesting thing on that, given that I've just listened to your um, your your Sospan uh, podcast, is Tembi were not affected by Iron Man on on Saturday. So um... that's really really yeah, really <laughs> disheartening to hear. But yeah, I, so it's good to see a competitive game between Fishguard and Milford. To be honest, I, I thought I was worried. The start of the season, uh, I said last week I wasn't sure how Fishguard were going to fare, given that they'd forfeited a, a cup game, I think it was, or they pulled out of a game somewhere. So, yeah, 24-15, good win. Um, and, and same against Tenby to come back, particularly early part of the season, against a strong Sinclair side, and they were strong by all accounts in that first half. 
to come back and win 23-17. Fair plays to the boys. Um, it's looking like another good season for a pair of them. So, yeah. Okay, I'm on 1%, so you might not last very long. Um, okay. On to this weekend's action now. Fishguard travel to newly promoted Amman United. And uh, already mentioned the 10B Ironman. Amman United didn't have a fixture last week because they had so many boys in the Ironman. So, thinking that those boys will be playing this week, they've got a really fit squad. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm expecting a lot from Amman with uh, that more sort of uh, information coming at me. Well, most of the boys that I know that did Ironman take at least two weeks to recover, but that's because most of them are my age. So um, <laughs> I, uh, there's a reason why I haven't done it yet and because it takes you forever to recover from it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Fishguard are going to put another number on Ammon. Um, I think starting with a, a strong one like that, and I'm a missed first game, first game of the season. I think, yeah, Fishguard will be in a good place uh, come this weekend. So, then we've got Milford hosting Camargan Athletic. What do you make of that one? You know, an- another another really close one. It was eight seven Milford last season, and I think that was a blip in Camargan Athletic season. Mm. So. I would like to, you know, Milford were really up and down. I mean, some of the performances they put in were, you know, quite frankly, outrageous compared to some of the results they actually ended up with. But, mm. you know, seeing how Camarden Athletic, you know, managed to get a win over Nankaredig this week, I, I think they're going to go one better this year. I think Camarden Athletic are going to take the win over Milford. Really sorry, really sorry for Haven fans. If I remember correctly, this was a, a Milford won about three games last year with the last kick of the game, and this was one of them. Um, yeah, I can't say that Milford have kicked on massively since last year. Um, and from last week's performance, I'd probably expect Camarden to have advanced more than Milford. So, yeah, I, I'd love to, to tip Milford to, to win this one, but I, yeah, I've got to go with Camarden on that one. But then Tembi mumbles, you know, Tembi travel away to mumbles. Uh, I think I think the boys may just have that game quite comfortably. Um, in all honesty, I think Tembi have improved since last season. And, yeah, I think mumbles are going to get a bit of a tonking on, on Saturday. I think Tembi are bang up for it this weekend. So, yeah, what would you make of that game? Well, I, I hope you are right. I, I really want MB to do well this season. I want them to come top and get, well, and to get promoted. I, I want them to do well. It was a single score game last time out, you know, eight points to three in Tembi's favour. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that first result over St. Clair's is obviously can be really misleading because we don't know exactly how good St. Clair's are compared to the sides in this league. So mm-hmm. I, I think this will be a good marker for Tembi based on the teams that they played last season. Uh, got a back to MB. I'm I'm backing him to go all the way and win the league. You know, yeah. I'm saying that they'll probably finish ninth now. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm backing to MB to do the number on Mumbles again. Yeah, absolutely. And same with Sinclair's and Tikroys. So um, Ma- Martin's uh, phone has just died. So I'm just going to carry on rambling with some of Martin's notes from uh, from what you were saying. So Sinclair's and Tikroys again. Uh, we haven't got any data from. 
previous meetings on that. So it is kind of finger in the air time. But, you know, Sinclair's, we were impressed by last year. Both myself and Martin, very impressed with Sinclair's last year. So we're going to back the boys again. And uh, hopefully come middle of the season, all of these uh, change rounds and shake-ups will start to even themselves out and we'll know who's who and what we can expect from various teams. So we move into Division 3 West or 3 West A. Otherwise, Martin gets very narky if I don't mention the A. So uh, Cardigan, comfortable win, 34-3 over St. David's. Um, i got to be honest, we were kind of expecting that. St. David's had some fantastic scores last, uh, last season, but they were very up and down. But then again, so were Cardigan. But Cardigan do just seem to be the stronger of the two at the minute. Uh, Harford West beat Nayland 38-7. Again, Harford West have recruited well through the off-season. Uh, I haven't found out if Rob Evans was playing. I haven't seen the team lists and what have you from, from that game. But 38-7, comfortable home win. Um, so, yeah, cracking, uh, cracking win for Harford West. Lan 25-19 over Aberaira. Now, this is one that we were not sure just how this was going to work. Um, you know, there's Aberaira on have, have done really well over the last couple of seasons. Strong team in Aberaira benefited from pulling players in from various places. But then Lan, tiny little town, um, has again kind of done the same and pulled a lot of players in from the surrounding areas. And so it was a real tussle between the two. And it was a close game, 25-19, you know, which is, you know, less than a converted try. So cracking game for, for both teams. Clannabother hosted Pembroke. Now, Pembroke dropped two divisions. So I, I'm hoping to speak to somebody from Pembroke in uh, the near future and just find out what went on and why they dropped two. Uh, but they've responded in style. Was 74-7 against Clannabother, which, you know, 74-7 in anybody's book is a kick in and a half. So fair play to Pembroke. They've responded the way that we hoped they would. And that's really setting up some cracking games through the season now with, you know, I think people are going to be looking at Pembroke already and going, right, so, you know, these are boys that are putting in a performance. And then speaking of an, uh, another performance, you'll Pembroke.Quinn's 45, Langham 15, which uh, from from what I've seen, the, the game was better, more evenly matched than that scoreline kind of says. But like we said last season, we interviewed the boys from the Quins last season and it was a young side that was developing. They had young captains, young scrum halves, young outside halves. Uh, and it was going to take time for all of that to come together. And it looks like it's starting. You know, uh, no disrespect to Langham. You know, three or four seasons ago, you would have expected the Quins to absolutely destroy Langham. Uh, so I thought Langham had just done really well to to get some points on the board. But, you know, it looks like the Quins are back up to where they were expected to be um, a few seasons ago. So fixtures for this weekend then. Uh, Quins travel up to Aberreiron, which again, that last game last season was was called off. So we don't really have uh, a massive amount of data from that. But 
you know, Abbey Run at home are a very different kettle of fish. Uh, how's that one guy? You know, I'd love to call it the Queens, but I just think Abbey Run is going to edge. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I think it's going to be uh, a home win for Abbey Run there. Langham host Cardigan. Now, the last, I think this was one of like the last games of the last season where Cardigan put a massive score over Langham. I don't think that that's going to happen again, um, but I do expect a comfortable win for Cardigan just because, as I say, Langham are always going to struggle and it takes a lot for, for Langham to even get a team up, let's be honest. You know, if, if it was just based on this is how many houses you've got close to your club, Langham wouldn't have a team. So they've got to work really hard to even just exist as a club. But, you know, you never know. They they may pull something out of the bag and fair play to them if they do, but I can't see anything other than a Cardigan win there. Nayland and Larn, again, comfortable win for Larn last season. So um, they seem to have started well this year. Yeah, that game against Haverford West for Nayland isn't really a reflection of, of how the season's going to go. And we're all expecting Haverford West to, to turn it in this season. So, yeah, that could go either way. I think it'll be a close game, but I think Lan might actually just nick that from Nayland. Uh, and then we've got St. David's hosting Slanabutha which this is one of the games last year where St. David's did actually turn in a performance. They won 52-18 last year. Will they do the same again this year? Um, you know, I think Clannabother are still struggling, uh, but it's hard to see how St. David's, you know, 34-3 is a bit of a kick in for first game of the season. And as I said already, your second game of the season, you just want, if you've lost that first game, you just need to turn something in. So best of luck to St. David's uh, hosting Flannel Brother. Um, I can see a home win there. I can see St. David's nicking it. And if anyone from Flannel Brothers listening, well, boys, it's a fancy dress must. Um, send us a photo as you're travelling to St. David's. It's got to be fancy dress. Um, World Cup's on, so I'm thinking, you know, it's got to be a French theme. You know, I'm thinking onions and berries and stripy tops and that kind of thing um, is compulsory if you're visiting St. David's. So we left the game of the, the, the week to last, which is Pembroke hosting Haverford West. So, you know, this is, go I think this could probably be first against second one way or the other come the end of the season. Um, both sides have started the season really well. Um, you know, a lot of good players have kind of migrated to Hafford West. Pembroke have shown that dropping a couple of divisions, maybe they should have only dropped the one. So there's maybe a bit of a chip on the shoulder to prove exactly, you know, that this is where they deserve to be. So this is going to be a fantastic game on the weekend. Um, I may even be able to get out if the wife can I might go and, and walk the dogs or pretend to walk the dogs uh for an hour or so and, and get up to, to watch this one because I think this is going to be a fantastic game this weekend who's going to take the spoils on this one impossible to say because I say both teams have had a really good start to the season but I'm going to go for a home win there just because of that chip on the shoulder and 
I know that that's that's bugging some of the the players and the coaches there. It's it's going to be enough to take them through, but that's going to be a fantastic one to to go and watch this weekend. And that, ladies and gents, is it for this week. That is Westera is Bestera. Uh, like I said, Martin's phone died right at the end there. He was desperately trying to to, to keep it going, but uh, he had to kind of disappear right at the end. So thank you for listening. Uh, I say our Scarlet's pod is out where we discuss the Fiji game. If you fancy a bit of the eastern side of the Scarlet's region, the Sospan Central podcast is out as well. We're Westerers Bestra. Please tell your friends, enjoy your rugby, and we'll be back to do it all again next week. All the very best. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Westra is Bestra podcast. You can contact us through Facebook or on Twitter or by emailing scarletspems at gmail.com. Please do subscribe and share as it really helps spread the word in West West. All the best. Sports Social Podcast Network.